Alright, so the podcast is recording. The video might start recording. It's recording. Alright, guys, here we go. Think that General Patton was woke? I don't think so. What do you think, Mike? Mike, was he woke? I don't think so. I don't think he was too woke. Woke, 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 woke. Yeah. You know what woke means? It means you're a lizard. Woke, 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 woke. Everything woke turns to shit. This is a sick culture, and our country's a disaster, and it's going to die before your very eyes. Ah. Women's soccer team was supposed to easily win, but they went woke. The one with the purple hair, she didn't play too well. She went woke. Take a look, everything goes bad, but it's true about woke. Do you think that General Patton was woke? It's crazy. It's crazy. I've never seen, I've never seen anything so stupid in my life. Woke, 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 woke. Yeah. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. Woke, 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 woke. Everything woke turns to shit. Our country was so respected. Nobody was going to mess with us. And then this clown, he got in office, sort of like the captain of a ship. Let's jump off first before the passengers. I'm getting the hell out of here. I could just see this. The leadership of the Taliban standing there. Somebody walking up. Sir, the soldiers have left. It's crazy. It's crazy. I've never seen, I've never seen anything so stupid in my life. Woke, 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 woke. Yeah. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. Woke, 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 woke. I don't know if that video, I don't know if that remix, as it's being called, of uh, Donald Trump and his woke speech, or part of a speech, uh, is complimentary or uh, insulting to him. You can kind of take your pick and choose it. Um, This big John Americana, the American Way channel. Follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Like, share, subscribe, smash the like button. All right, got all that crap out of the way. Uh, so yeah, it was yesterday was a seepy sleepy day. I had two days of insomnia, and I slept like a log yesterday from like 2 a.m. till 8 p.m. Saturday or Sunday. And then I, I got myself a pizza for I ate all day. Once a week, I treat myself to a pizza. I had like three slices. I wanted to go to bed around midnight or one. Woke up with diarrhea. Then I started feeling shaky and sick to my stomach like I was hungry. And I so I grabbed another slice of pizza. And I uh, took my blood sugar to see if I was too high because I... I drank two Coca-Colas and had three slices of pizza. That's like five bad things. I took my insulin shot at 10 p.m. And at 1, 1.30, my blood sugar was 83, which anything below 100 is a little too low. When you're getting down close to 80 and 70, it's time to fucking eat. So I had three, three or four more slices of pizza and some chips. And it got back up to 167. Now I'm getting a headache. So I don't know. About an hour after I finished eating, my blood sugar was 167. Just saying, diarrhea, anxiety, and low blood sugar or diabetes uh, don't go well together. So, and... 
this caused me to start scrolling through my Instagram where I found this lovely story from the NY Post, but also led me to a little bit of a revelation. So you say you want a revelation. Well, you know, as the Beatles didn't say. The NY Post has this article up. Uh, it said, it's titled, This Book for NYC, New York City, NYC School Kids has AOC instead of ABCs. <clears throat> it's called, the book is called, What You Don't Know, A Story of Liberated Childhood by Anastasia Higginbottom. And this is being put into New York City public schools for uh, 10 and 11 year olds. It glorifies socialist Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her far-left squad, Knox Religion, and mocks Senate Majority Leader, or pardon Senate Minority Leader, which he's called the Minority Leader because the Republicans are the minority party by technicality. It's not minority as in race or gender or something like that, okay? Okay, you got me. I got you. You got me. I got you. We got each other. Got it. It mocks Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is being distributed to New York public school libraries. Parents told the Post. I emphasize parents because they should have a bigger role in how their children are taught morality, and gender, and sexuality. Okay? Okay. NYC schools are learning their AOCs. AOCs, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The book intended for 10 and 11-year-olds, which glorifies socialist Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her far-left squad. Oh, I already read that part. The book... What You Don't Know, A Story of a Liberated Childhood, was written and illustrated by Brooklynite Anastasia Higginbottom. Her last name is spelled H-I-G-G-I-N-B-O-T-H-A-M, Higginbottom, or Higginbottom as I say it and appears on the 5th grade independent reading list labeled Universal Masonic. The DOE's, I guess it stands for Department of Education, new Masonic curriculum is supposed to kick off next year. The book centers on a black child who talks about fitting in at school and church and a friend who's queer like me queer like me in quotes the boy's name Demetrius uh, is shown in church where he says churches can preach what they want about love the only thing I see or the only thing I, the only thing that I feel when I'm here is shame and then it has 
uh, an illustration from the book, and it's very, it's like piss poor illustrating, by the way. Um, it says, are you going to punish people on earth who hate and blame it on you? And I guess this is supposed to be Jesus in the picture. Uh, it's like a, a a black dude with pointy purple hair and a purple goatee. I, mean, I guess it could be black hair and a black goatee, but it's a funny shade of black. Uh, it says, nope, everyone is invited to love and be loved. I agree with that. So the boy's spirit meets Jesus, who is apparently a Democrat, and tells him everyone is invited to love and be loved. The distressed-looking boy points to an unnamed white man, a Mitch McConnell look-alike, and says, even hat dash question mark, Jesus replies, yes. Now, I have told you many times, Mitch McConnell's a Guggenheimer. I think he's corrupt. I think he's a piece of trash. I know he is the love child of Granny Clampett and General Akbar from Star Wars. But even scumbag politicians like Mitch McConnell deserve to love and be loved. They deserve to turn from their wicked ways, accept, accept the love of Jesus Christ and get into heaven. Okay? Okay. And we're all okay on that. Uh, there's a there's a video of Higginbottom reading uh, her book on YouTube. And if you want to look it up on YouTube... Uh, the name of the video is Author and Artist. I use artist loosely, but anyways, Author and Artist Anastasia Higginbotham reads What You Don't Know, A Story of a Liberated Childhood. So if you want to watch that, and she explains exactly what the book is about uh, and what her intentions were with the book. Quote, that's Mitch McConnell, and the child wants to know if Mitch McConnell is invited to love and be loved, considering all the harm he is causing, end quote, she said. So that's a direct quote from Higginbotham, or Hickenbottom. Hick, we'll pronounce it Higginbotham, okay? She's saying Mitch McConnell is causing harm to who? I don't... I mean, he's he's a crook and a scumbag. He's causing harm to America in general, but... Alright. Let's read on. The narrative later goes on to preach that we all rewrite the rules we live by and love the world into balance. Or, pardon me, it says we will all rewrite the rules we live by and love the world into balance, end quote. Accompanied by an illustration of the boy watching television with his parents, depicted on the TV screen, and named in the book are, quote, U.S. Representatives Rashida Tlaib, who hates the Jews, 
uh, Ayanna Presley, Ilhan, o- Ilhan Omar, who hates the Jews, and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who thinks that Israel gets too many uh, free passes or too much help from the United States because her friends Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib hate the Jews. So that's there's a lot of love going on right there. So, anyhow. One Stanton Island mom said she thought the book was anti-Catholic and that with its mix of religion and politics, quote, has no place in the classroom. Now, I, I very much agree with this, okay? I, I've said a hundred times I don't think prayer should have been taken out of schools, and I think that, you know, Judeo-Christian values should be taught in schools, but maybe not, like, forced on kids. You know, I think you can have a, a few minutes in the morning to pray, I would love to pray in the name of Jesus Christ, but I I do, I guess, have to open up a little to other people's religions and feelings. Obviously, I like Jewish people also, but we don't need to teach politics in class. Having... uh, classes on government yeah teaching the kids the constitution just the straight constitution not someone's interpretation history obviously because if we don't learn from our history we're doomed to repeat it and civics classes on like how your government works and the basics of government no opinions required kids can form their own opinions but they can learn the basics and then, you know, through the internet and all this other stuff, they can read and learn the two sides of politics on their own or be taught it at home or something like that. Politics, okay, is separate from government and civics and history in in this context, okay? Politics are like people's personal feelings towards one party, a religion, and individual office holders. That's politics in this sense. Okay. Uh, this mom also said it's a horrible book. <laughs> I, I don't. I haven't read it cover to cover, and I probably won't. Uh, there's the illustration of Goober Mitch McConnell. Um, I mean. It, it does look like him, but a little kid's not going to know, probably. Um, I Honestly, if I hadn't read this article, I would have thought it was just some white goober politician. Um, the woman and another borough mom said the school principal, uh, said the principal at their school, PS3, in Pleasant Plains, refused to distribute it, and the school's leadership team was going to was going through, pardon me, other books to determine if they were appropriate. Principal did not comment. Higginbotham wrote another controversial book called Not My Idea about a child who connects to the opportunity and their responsibility to dismantle white supremacy. Okay, and let me reread this. Quote, this is her statement from Higginbotham. 
connects to the opportunity and their responsibility to dismantle white supremacy, end quote. As you know, I don't think the white race is superior, and I don't think white supremacy has been a problem in this country for quite a while on a large scale. There's always going to be racist people that believe that the races should be separate and that one race is inferior. And I'm going to tell you the truth. That goes in several different directions. I've talked about that before. Blacks can be racist against whites. Whites can be racist against blacks. During World War II, the, that era, you know, Germans thought they were superior to other white Europeans even. Uh, the Japanese thought they were the superior of the Asian races. Uh, of all the Asian, you know, they, they thought they were really superior to Filipinos. They thought they were superior to the Chinese. And they did brutal things to those people. So racism goes all sorts of different ways in different directions, okay? It's not just white supremacy, which hasn't been a problem since we knocked the cracker out of the Southern Democrats in the 50s and 60s. So this Higginbotham, she's an interesting looking gal. She's in the thumbnail to this video on Rumble. Uh, you can look up Anastasia Higginbotham if you feel like it. Um, among, other, among other questionable titles was a book, The Bell Rang, which is, this is for kindergartners, it says here. For kindergartners that discusses slavery and I'm not a girl about being transgender, which was on, oh, pardon me, that was on the first grade reading, reading list. Now, when I was a kid, this was all common sense that, like, slavery was bad. And we were told it in schools. We were taught it. and it was, But it was just common sense that no race, religion, sexual orientation, anything was superior to anyone else. Okay. It wasn't like a part of a classroom curriculum. It was just like in passing, our teachers would say, hey, nobody's better than anyone else because they're white or black. Nobody's, you know, a bad person because they're gay. Trans hadn't really taken off as a lifestyle yet. I mean, it was probably around, but, you know, that came like later in the 90s. Uh, another control book on the mosaic, I was calling it Masonic, sorry, mosaic uh, list is, uh, or that has upset parents is Our Skin, which is geared towards two to five-year-olds and blames the idea of race and racism on white people. Look, the idea of white supremacy, segregation, the Ku Klux Klan, ended a long time ago. Not that long ago. You know, I remember watching the crackers on the news and Geraldo, when he had his daytime talk show in the 80s and into the 90s. But how many 
members of the Ku Klux Klan are there in the United States today? How many skinheads are there? It's a dying breed, and thank God it's dying out. But it, this book, Our Skin, is on the kindergarten reading list. It says here, I mean, I we were just taught to like each other when we were kids. And it didn't matter when we were in school. Now, like, everybody in my generation is in their 30s and 40s, and they're like well, 50s, 40s, and some in their 30s. Uh, and they're writing these books, and they're like, everything's about race and racism. And it's like some of the most successful people, far more successful in life than I, that I, I grew up around are black, the black kids. You know, one's a chef in Austin, Texas. Another one's doing something down in North Carolina, living in a nice house and successful. And these were the guys I looked up to. These were my friends that, you know, when other kids were, like, picking on me, they took me under their wing. I'm like, guys, when did you become black and I become white? Because 20, 30 years ago, yeah, I'm getting freaking old, people. I know. When I was in junior high and high school, we were all just kids hanging out. You know, but then they got into college and liberal professors pushed all these ideas down their throat. And I'm like, man, you're more successful than I am. What are you talking about? Who's holding you down? What what honky's holding you back? Anyhow, uh, here's a, a different side of things now. Uh, it says, quote, perhaps well-intentioned, and I believe that there, this is well-intentioned, Bringing political and ideological materials into the classroom can undermine trust between families and schools. Being inclusive starts with listening to diverse perspectives and accepting the culture, values, and deeply held beliefs of all families who are part of the school community, said Bion Bartning. B-I-O-N is his first name. B-A-R-T-N-I-N-G, Bion Bartning, uh, who last year started the Manhattan-based Foundation Against Intolerance and Racism to fight the teaching of critical race theories in schools and promote a pro-human agenda. I can agree with that. We should all be pro-human. I believe in one race, the human race. And I try not to see people as their skin color and judge them on their, the color of their skin. Although, when I say that I don't see people by their race, I have a, a sort of friend who calls me out and says, Oh, no, you, everybody sees the color of skin. You're you know, lying. I'm like, okay, dude. Yes, obviously, the first thing you see when you see a person is their looks, their appearance. But how you judge them is what I talk. What I mean when I say seeing people as damn liberal panty wastes. That's anyways. So Councilman Joseph Borelli, who represents Stanton Island, called the controversial books a poor parting gift from the prior administration. I don't know what administration he's talking about. The New York City 
mayors. Uh, I think that's what he means. And then there's big goober Mitch McConnell. Uh, says here, thankfully most of our principals have used them as paperweights. There isn't any value in trying to offend parents and confuse students, he said. That's the councilman still speaking. So here's my theorization to sum all this up. The kids who were not accepted in the 80s and 90s, when there was a lot more intolerance of particularly gay and uh, certainly trans. I mean, it was even okay to call trans people or transgender people. Uh, check Blair White's channels if you want to know all of the scoop on the correct words to say about trans people. But in my day, it was okay to call them trannies or tranny. I guess now that's like a slur. So that's how much things have changed. And I have a good friend. And it kind of slipped my mind that back when we were in school, and she's openly gay now because it's okay to be openly gay, times have changed since the 80s and 90s. But she told me when she was in school, she was in the closet and kids used to make fun of her. And, uh, you know, she used to hear the people whisper, oh, so-and-so is a lesbian. And I'd be like, no, she lives across the street from me. Like that, like that automatically disqualifies you to be a lesbian. Uh, but she told me, you know, a few years ago and it jogged my memory. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do remember my buddy who's like the school gossip, uh, one of the worst gossips I know, uh, and still a great friend. I just like, okay, dude, quit gossiping. Uh, anyways, yeah, I remember him whispering to me that, you know, oh, so-and-so's gay. I'm like, no, uh, she's kind of hot. Anyways, so my theorization is the kids that grew up in the eighties and nineties who were not accepted are the ones that are writing these books and pushing gender, LGBTQ+, and critical race agendas in school now. Uh, I think, however, you know, today's kids that are, that are, pardon me, these people think that they're helping today's kids that are outcast be accepted by forcing it on everybody that, hey, you have to accept this person and that person. Where my day was just common sense. And there were, yeah, there were a lot of incidents of, you know, gay bashing. And I mean, literally physically bashing and beating gay people. But I would never do that. And I don't think anyone in my school or my town would ever do that. And frankly, uh, you know, I wasn't a cool kid. I wasn't popular. I remember... Some people making smart-ass remarks to me about my weight, my mullet. Okay, the mullet, they probably were right about. But I remember sitting in history class, and this one jock who was insecure about his, from what the girls tell me, uh, 
he was like, man, we got a lot of freaks in this class. I like looked over at him. He said, "Yes, Morrow. I mean you." I'm like, okay, like, dude, shut up. How? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And because I stood up to him, he never really bothered me ever. But he'll get his smart ass remarks in. And you know, you talk about bullying and bashing people. Yeah, I there's a gay guy in my. I don't know. If he, where he lives now, but he used to live in my town, who is, who hates me for no reason. I've never met the guy, and I, I've tried to be cordial and nice with him on our little Facebook interactions, but he's so bitter and angry at the world. He's just one of these angry people, and I don't even like know him to recognize him when I see him. You know, I I hardly know what the guy looks like, and. The, a few years ago, I'm driving down the road like an idiot. Nice day, sunroof open, music turned up, windows rolled down. And I toss a piece of candy wrapper out my car window. Some maniac speeds up and pulls up next to me and is screaming out their car window at me. And I'm like, what? And I like slowed down a little bit and they sped up next to me again. I go, What? And he's like, you're a no good, fat A, piece of S. And I'm like, huh? And he yells it again. And so I slow down. I'm going to, you know, I want to get behind him and see what his problem is. I was pretty irate. And finally, you know, he kept slowing down and slowing down the more I slowed down, which tells me he's not Mr. Tough Guy badass that he wants to pretend um and so i i end up seeing this car sitting at a drive-through window and there was a place where i could pull up next to him i was like hey man did i do something wrong back there and he's like you threw a a candy wrapper or bubble gum wrapper or something out your car window i'm like i'm looking at him like huh i was like do you really think that requires that kind of a response and he's like yeah and I'm like stunned I don't know who this person is here's this gay bully that hates me for my politics and hates me because I'm a nice person and people like me more than they like him well if you weren't an asshole people would like you um couple people like him, but they aren't very well liked either. Um, So, we go on. I feel like crap for the next few days because I've been called a fat ass piece of shit. And then like months later, I see the car parked in front of this dude's house. I'm like, oh shit. That's the that's the guy that <laughs> yelled at me out his car window. Because the only interactions I've ever had with this idiot are on Facebook. He came to like one city council meeting when I was on council, complained about something that's beyond our control, and made some smart aleck remarks to council. Uh, well, his actual remark was, just because some people pay more in taxes doesn't mean they should get favoritism. Like... We don't show anyone favoritism. 
least not when I was on council, everyone was equal. And the mayor and everybody treated everybody equally. Uh, he and his buddy hated the mayor, did not like her uh, until they needed her to try and get his buddy on council. And I told her, this dude's only being nice to you because he thinks he can ride your coattails on the council. But anyways, I'm getting way off point. I mean, at one point, the gay guys, uh, the campaign that he was managing, I shouldn't call him the gay guy, but I don't want to say him by name either. Let's call him Hervé. Hervé uh, was managing the campaign of Daryl Licht. And Daryl Licht uh, was saying he was going to run for mayor because of some things the police did. And Hervé and Dara Licht didn't like the mayor. She sided with the police on the issue. So anyways, bullying can go a lot of ways. Racism, hatred, uh, what do you call it? Homo, well, no, it's not homo, maybe there's like heterophobia. Or gay, are there gay people out there that hate straight people? I think I know one. <laughs> the one we've just been calling Hervé. So, but this was all common sense when I was a kid. And the, there were people that were shunned and bullied and outcasts. Um, and I think these are now the people that are writing these books to make up for what they went through. And they think they're helping today's kids that might be outcast or bullied. And it's really become less of a less less and less of an issue because society has changed. But there are a lot of people living in the 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s and don't realize that times have changed and people's personalities have changed uh, towards, you know, the trans community, trans people. I don't want to call it a community because they're not. They're, they shouldn't be segregated or isolated. They should be part of the whole community of the human race. You know, the way we look at gay gay folks, the way we look at black folks, it, it, it's all it's all changed and should be done. And there are plenty of black activists that are becoming more conservative because they don't see racism. And they used to be Democrats, and they realize. The Democrat Party, like Elon Musk said, is the party of division and hate. So, anyhow, I hope, you know, parents still play a role in how we educate kids when it comes to morality. I wish schools concentrated more on just reading, writing, and arithmetic than politics and politics again in the idea of opinion so I think that sums it up went a little long but hey when you can't sleep why not so
God bless y'all. Oh, I had another little tune about wokeism I wanted to play for you. It's by our, our buddy, my new buddy here, <laughs> Buddy Brown, of all, all the names. He has a song about woke turns to shit. Let's hear it. All right, now, y'all might watch a lot of conservative channels across YouTube, but if you landed right here, you're about to have more fun than Michael Obama getting to try on a pair of size 14 high heels. <laughs> so I had a revelation the other day. It's about wokeism. If you don't know what wokeism is, I'd like to come live wherever you're living at for just, just a little while, just a few days, because it's pretty much spread everywhere, even down here to Mississippi. We all know what wokeism is, and uh, it's rotten to the core. Basically, I define it as diarrhea of the brain. Wokeism is a Marxist-inspired movement that uh, basically started with social injustice, and now it's morphed into uh, something that seeks to destroy anybody that disagrees with them. They start off with social humiliation, and when that doesn't work, they use violence. And I'm just going to say, it takes some balls, or maybe some serious, serious lunacy, to uh, go into the greatest country that ever existed, ever, and tell them, you're doing it all wrong. Who are you again? That's right, you're 22 years old with a TikTok account and purple hair. And ironically, <laughs> demand to be taken seriously. You've got no platform other than emotions, and then it all self-destructs. There's a few reasons I think that wokeism dies out over the next few years. The first reason is progressive enough. The second, except for maybe marijuana. You're going to pretty much decide wokeism doesn't work. You thought you were a singer. He, he just said the same stuff I said. Sort of. Well, here, let's listen to the Trump rap again. Mike, was you woke? I don't think so. I don't think he was too woke. Woke, 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 woke. Yeah. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. culture and our country is a disaster and it's going to die before your very eyes ah! women's soccer team was supposed to easily win but they went woke the one with the purple hair she didn't play too well she went woke take a look everything goes bad but it's true about woke do you think that general Patton was woke it's crazy it's crazy i've never seen i've never seen anything so stupid in my life So, God bless you all. Pray for each other.
Uh, there's some links in the description on Rumble to um, show you the video of the uh, Anastasia and Higginbotham and also uh, the New York Times article. You can read the rest for yourself. So with that, God bless y'all. Have a great day. Pray for one another. See you next time.